And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Working through a Friday road show, Hale Varsity Radio here at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista. You need to check it out. The menu is fantastic. All sorts of pizza choices. Uh, the wraps are to die for. The Bang Bang Shrimp, the Corn Nuggets, the Wings. And they have all sorts of whiskey behind the bar just for you. Not a whiskey guy or gal? How about some vodka? That works. Cold beer. Cold beer here. And uh, a lot of excellent choices on the tube. It is uh, glorious, the uh, setup they have with all the TVs. So you got a spot to watch Nebraska tomorrow. If you're not headed down, it is right here at the Herdant Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista. It's that time. He's imaginary. He wears red. And it's all about the Friday forecast with the infamous Clausburn. Claus, how's your week? Well, Christopher, I have to say I'm, I'm a little worn out. It's been a busy week explaining to the older folks in my circle that they don't need to be afraid of the fact that Heinrich Harburg was named the field general for the week. He's simply going to be a quarterback, not leading a Panzer division or the Luftwaffe in. So we've got nothing to fear uh, except for maybe a little bit less wheels on that triple option that they ran on the first play, which I needed to consult a doctor four hours later is all I'm going to say about that. Clausbert is with us. On Hale Varsity Radio. I don't know. Even, uh, I just wanted to have him keep talking about Harburg. I mean, I mean wow. the, the World War II history buff in me. Love that. That, love that, that. was it's not a Panzer division. Whew. All right. There we have it. All right. We'll start the forecast off. Ohio State at Notre Dame. And uh, our uh, folks on the ground, Colin Jay, has chimed in. And there's a ton of Ohio State fans around the game day set. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Ohio State fans around Touchdown Jesus, and it won't matter because Hartman and Notre Dame are going to be uh, all for it. They will win tomorrow night. They will defend home field, even if it feels like a road game. And I like Notre Dame over Ohio State because of the quarterbacks. You've got an experienced guy that could make a big-time Heisman push in Hartman. you got good defense from the Irish. And uh, the ground game solid. Ohio State doesn't look the part. They won't play like it tomorrow night. Uh, Notre Dame 27, Ohio State 17 win outright, even though the Buckeyes are favored here. Elijah. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Schmitty. Uh, I think that Ohio State's defense is legit this year. They've had a couple seasons of trying to get that right. I think they got it right this year. Their offense might not look like world beaters, but they are a Big Ten football team. I think their offense might look like that a little bit more tomorrow. Less in terms of the, the long, methodical drives, but I think they get just enough offense from their, their playmakers. I think they win this game by a score of 21-17. to 17. It's the defense that Ohio State can thank for the win tomorrow. Connor, what do you say? I got the Irish in this one, even though they are home underdogs against the Ohio State. I'm going to go Notre Dame 31 and the Buckeyes 21. I'll be really interested to see how much red is actually there, but should be a phenomenal game nonetheless. Claus, what do you have here, the Irish or the Ohio State Buckeyes? Well, I've seen the news reports that uh, Notre Dame Stadium is going to be more red than it's been at any time since the year 2000 when we went there and won a pretty tight ball game. I believe it went into overtime. 
And this is the first time that Ohio State has been to South Bend since 1996. So we're talking 27 years. And you would have thought that maybe it would have happened a little bit earlier. But I feel like with that being a Catholic school and consecrated by the Lord, I think maybe the hellfire, lightning bolts, plagues, and the death of the firstborns would have happened the minute that Herb stepped on campus. So probably it was best to wait until now. I think you're right, Schmitty. I think Notre Dame is a better team, and I think they win this one. Similar score to that game in 2000, 27-20 in overtime. All right, Claus says OT. We head to Uncle Phil land, Oregon, Colorado. Buffs are down a two-way standout. Oregon's got a great quarterback that's been in college longer than Tommy Boy, and the spread is 21. I think Oregon uh, just does push the envelope here. I'm going to say 44-21. Ducks all over the buffs. Elijah. Uh, I know people don't like us talking about Colorado, therefore I will not pick an outright buffs win as much as I might want to. Uh, I do think, though, that there's enough Colorado offense to at least cover the spread here. I think Oregon my official prediction gets it done 38 to 31. Colorado covers, and that is an under just barely, if you were wondering. That's an impressive number if it comes true there uh, with with it being that close. Mm-hmm. Connor, what do you got? I'm going to go with the Ducks here at home. I don't think they're going to cover, but I think they're going to win by 17. I'm going to go Ducks 38 and Colorado 21. All right. Claus, what happens here? Does the buff stampede keep rolling? Well, Christopher, I don't know where you and Vegas are getting these big spreads. I understand that before the season we didn't think much of Colorado, but they keep surprising us. I guess maybe you guys figure anytime someone travels through the mountains to Oregon, there's a good chance that half of them are going to die of dysentery or they'll lose an ox fording the river. But I see Colorado hanging in on this one. I think the Ducks win, but I think it's close. I'll take Oregon 35 and Colorado 31. Couldn't agree more, Claus. Oh, love uh, love the score I, I'd there. I'd be here for that. Let's uh, get to Florida State. Clemson, danger time for Clemson. Florida State favored by two. I think Florida State wins. I like their defense. I like their run game. I like their quarterback. And uh, give me Florida State uh, 27. Give me Clemson 24. Tight ball game, 27-24. Florida State the win and cover. I'm going to take Clemson outright in this one. I think that the reports of Clemson's demise have been greatly exaggerated. I don't think they're as good as they once were, but I think they're going to be ready to play this one. I think their defense is for real, and I think they're going to get just enough from Klubnik in that offense, especially the running game. Give me 24-21. to 21, Clemson wins outright. Connor. Well, I actually haven't watched any Florida State since they beat LSU, so I'm going to go strictly off of that game, and I'm going to say Florida State wins on the road by a touchdown. I'll go 28-21 Knowles. All right, Claus, the Knowles or the Tigers? Well, Clemson, of course, is in the state of South Carolina. Nance has me watching this uh, Murdoch Murders uh, (laughs) special, which, of course, also took place in South Carolina. In this new season, they show that O.J. Simpson released a video around the time of the trial saying he felt like that Alex Murdoch was going to get away with it. But I think what O.J. missed is that Alex Murdoch did not average 143 yards for the Buffalo Bills at any time. (laughs) Which I think is key to getting away with murder. So I found that to be 
fairly interesting. Oh, I think in this one, Florida State may bury Clemson. I don't know about that two-point uh, difference. I think Florida State wins this one going away, 35 and Clemson 20. 15-point win on the road. How are we doing time-wise? Do we have time for Bama Ole Miss here? If you can do it in 30 seconds, yeah. Uh, Give me me Ole Miss, uh, 27-21. They win outright. Bama wins. They don't cover 24-21. Another 24-21 prediction from Elijah. Connor? I'm going to go Bama 27-24. I think they bounce back and get on track. Claus, hang on to your Bama and Ole Miss prediction, and then we'll get to Nebraska here very shortly. Can you do that? I suppose that'd be fine. There he is, Clausburn. Friday forecast will wind down a road show Friday here at the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time, Friday forecast rolls on. Hale Varsity Radio at the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista. Come see us on Friday's Single Barrel tomorrow, noon to 2, getting you ready for kickoff. Come see us at 9th and P as we get you ready. Elijah Herbold, Connor Clark, Chris Schmidt, Clausburn with us. Claus, we left off with Bama, Ole Miss, and the lane train rolls in, dogged by 6.5. Finish us off here. Well, <clears throat> Nick Saban's probably reaching that age that every father reaches where he realizes that the sons can now beat him up. We saw that with Steve Sarkeesian earlier. We may see it this weekend with Lane Kiffin. Of course, you probably experienced that yourself, Christopher, with Junior about 15 years ago. (laughs) So you know it can be a rough time. But when you're talking a game between Mississippi and Alabama, you know that no matter what happens, somebody's sibling or cousin is in for a rough night. So I think Ole Miss wins this one. I think Lane beats up Dad 24 And Alabama 20. Ole Miss with the win. We turned to Nebraska and Louisiana Tech. The line is 21. And uh, I don't think Nebraska covers that. I think Nebraska looks better on offense, but still a lot to to work on. Defense is still lights out. But uh, I think Harburg starts, gets the win. I think we see a little bit of Sims, but it's Harburg's show tomorrow and it's the uh, ground game that does the work. Give me Nebraska 31, and give me Louisiana Tech 9. Win and barely a cover. Yeah, I don't think that the weather tomorrow is going to lend itself to Nebraska being able to cover a a line this large. I do think Nebraska exerts their will. I think that what Matt Rule said this week, I mean, he shot you straight about Northern Illinois with their defensive line. I think he's going to shoot you straight with the blitzing that Louisiana Tech brings. I believe that is going to cause Nebraska some issues. I think they're able to overcome, and I think that Louisiana Tech offense gets enough explosive plays to get some points on the board. I think Nebraska wins comfortably. They don't cover. Huskers get it done 27-14. to 27-14, Connor. I think Nebraska does cover here this week, and I think they exceeded my expectations last week, and now... I'm not going to say that the offense is going to run all over this La Tech team, but I think it's going to be majority defensively. That's why they end up covering. I'm going to go Nebraska 38 and La Tech 10. Okay, and we leave it to Clausburn. Claus, what happens tomorrow? Nebraska, Louisiana Tech, minus 21, Big Red. Well, I think it would serve Matt Rule well if he really is worried about how many people Louisiana Tech is going to rush to start Heinrich Harburg. I mean, who besides somebody named Heinrich Harburg would know about a Blitzkrieg. <laughs> Another World War II reference. There we I go. Love it. 
I love to take shots at Louisiana Tech, a school whose uh, most famous alumni are, of course, Terry Bradshaw and that guy from Duck Dynasty. But <laughs> I also believe that the fellow who is the president and general manager of that baseball club in Omaha, uh, Marty Cordero, is a graduate of Louisiana Tech, and he seems like a good guy. Plus, <clears throat> every time I see that helmet, I start hearing choppers and all along the watchtower by Jimmy <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> Thinking of Tim Rattay and Troy Edwards going for about 600 yards on us 25 years ago. So I feel like there could be a trap there, but I think Nebraska wins this one. They don't cover, but they come away with the victory, 31, and Louisiana Tech, 17. Claus says 31-17, no cover, but another win. Claus, we will get set and ready to go for Michigan. Does that sound all right? Okay. Appreciate you. All right, podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play with Hale Varsity Radio and the Hale Varsity YouTube page. Talk to you tomorrow at noon. Thanks.